Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. My name is Todd Krieger. What I do is I help couples heal from crises such as infidelity. I also help couples rekindle passion and feel alive with each other again. And I also help individuals process trauma quickly so they could have the lives that they want to have and not be affected by PTSD. And I use a process called EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. Today, what I'm talking about is seven ways to break free from the grip of a gaslighting narcissist. I've been talking about gaslighting and, uh, and narcissism from time to time. Uh, gaslighting is the process of making you feel crazy and you start to wonder what's going on with me. And I've had other videos on this. And the narcissist is the person who needs to always be admired, who needs to be great, or at least be in the shadow of other people that are great. But the theme here is wanting to be wonderful and great. And it's a defense against shame. So before I get to it, I want to tell you uh, some very effective ways to break free from the grip of a gaslighting narcissist. Let me explain a little bit more, first of all, why narcissists are, are almost always gaslighters. A gaslighter, again, doesn't take a look at themselves and they make you feel like you're the bad one, you're the crazy one, you're overreacting, right? Let me explain. I'll put on my professor's hat. I do teach in uh, grad school at USC and one of the things I talk about is narcissism. So let me explain how narcissism develops. Now, actually, like many things in my field of mental health and relationships, there's many factors. But one of the main factors that cause uh, uh, narcissistic personality disorder is a developmental arrest with a child when they're between 18 months and three years old, approximately. Between 18 months and three years old, children are treated and feel as if they're the center of attention. You know, you have a two-year-old who's singing in a restaurant, everybody thinks it's great and gets a kick out of it. If they're 12, you don't feel that way, right? But two-year-old, it's like that. So if you go through this period where the parents kind of tune in to your needs to be the center of, atten of attention and they get a kick out of it too, you, you grow out of that. You know, by the time you're four, you're starting to already move past it. If you don't get that kind of feeling special, whether the, because the parents were distracted, they had their own developmental deficits themselves. They needed you to be something other than who you were. There's different reasons why. And you didn't get that kind of feeling special feeling from your parents. Like, you know, you were, you, you were the star of the show, whatever. Then what happens is you might spend the rest of your life looking to be that gleam in somebody's eye, to be that star of the show even when it's far past you being three years old or four years old, or even 23 or 24 years old. So the narcissist then has to defend against his feelings. He has these feelings of shame of the time when he didn't get those needs met and they get buried. And it gets buried underneath this grandiose, like I am great, I am wonderful. 
And so they need to gaslight. They need to make you feel like you're the crazy one because they, they, if they were to look at themselves, they'd have to deal with the shame that they've worked so hard. Their whole life is about a defense against that shame. So I just wanted to explain that because like I've said in other videos, knowledge can be power. So the first step in breaking free is to understand what I just said. Understand narcissism, understand the need for narcissists to gaslight, and understand that understand the gaslighters in general, they are needing you to feel like you're the problem so that they don't have to face their own stuff. What you want to do, first of all, is you want to keep communication with this narcissist, even if it's your partner, I'm going to assume it is for this video, it could, could be anybody, it could be a parent though, it could be a sibling. But if that's assuming it's a partner, you want to keep your communication simple and limited. In other words, don't get into a whole lot of reasons why you're doing it, don't get into your own defense because you're wasting your energy and you're, you're giving your partner power. A lot of this is about taking the power back that you've given the gaslighting narcissist. You're taking it back for you. And every time you try to give explanations and you make things more complex, it's not gonna work. So keep it simple, keep it limited. See their strategies, this relates to everything I've been saying, see their strategies as not personal. It's a way for them to avoid their shame. Understand that. Remind yourself of that over and over again. Notice your buttons. I mean, sure, this is a good, a narcissistic gaslighter is going to be great at pushing buttons. Your buttons. So you notice the buttons, but don't act on them. Don't engage. If you do, again, you're giving the narcissist power instead of keeping it inside of yourself. Remember, you don't want to continue to allow yourself to be the, the deposit Terry, you know, the part where he deposits, or she, all the unexamined baggage that that person has. Another thing you want to do is you really want to look towards yourself, the best of yourself as well as others, to mirror the best of you. You have this person who needs to mirror in you the worst of you, and all that is is a projection of his or her own worst that they can't see in themselves. That's how it works. And uh, that person has to see you as, you know, you're going to be seen as either the person who admires him or her and, and fuels his, I'm going to say his for now, just on, but it could be either one, his narcissistic needs. You feel it by admiring, by, you know, almost worshiping him. Or you're going to be the source of what we call narcissistic injury. Because the truth is, he's not all that. And, you know, other people will not feed that back to him, but you're his partner. You're the person who's living with this person for, you know, eventually you're gonna feed, you're gonna feed back, I'm upset with you, or I need something, maybe that you're not good at giving to me. It injures that person, that person reacts because again, it's a defense against the shame. So you need to look towards other people to mirror your worth and look towards yourself, the best of you, read material, remind yourself Surround yourself in groups with people that let you know you're wonderful. You're not what that person is saying you are. Now, here's another thing. It's, it's a very challenging, but it's phenomenal if you could do it. People that are around their gaslighting narcissists oftentimes say to me, and it makes sense, that they're walking on eggshells. So when they're with their friends, maybe with the kids without the other partner present, they're relaxed and they're, they're who they are. You need to practice, even if it feels weird, to act playful. If you can do this, I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. Act playful and carefree with kids and even by yourself in the presence 
of your partner. Sing, dance, skip, act contrary to the buttons he's pushing in you. Again, I'm saying he, but it could be a he or a she. I want to emphasize that. So that would be wonderful. Lastly, you need to be willing to have the partner withdraw his love or her love, I'll say his love, from you and leave you or force you to leave him. This may not have been your plan, but you need to grieve the image and see what you have there. And you have to be willing to have that person leave you. They may never leave you. They may not withdraw their love for very long, but you got to be willing to because now you're free to self-express. Because the most important thing in life you can do is be yourself. And when you're around a narcissist, the gaslighter, you shrink. We got to get you back, all of who you are. So that's what you want to do. You got to be willing to have that person withdraw love. And it's inevitable that that person will, actually. So don't engage. Keep it simple. Take the power back. You could, you could, you could confront that person, but stay calm. And don't expect miracles from this person. And ultimately, you might have to leave that person unless they're willing to engage their own therapy. People, even with narcissistic personality disorder, can get help, but they got to be willing to. So, heed my words, liberate yourself. You can do it. Now, there is um, a definite call to action I want you to do. There's the gaslighting checklist, how to know if you're a victim of gaslighting and what to do about it. Click on the link. It's great. You'll have that. And it talks about what I'm talking about and a little more and enjoy that checklist so thank you for listening this is Todd Krieger making the world safe for love thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of let's talk about love sex and infidelity podcast with your host Todd Krieger please leave a review subscribe to the show and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show. show.